time. Really? Okay. Let's try this again. All right. We're there. This is what? Number fourth? Fourth time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll count okay. them up. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's see what happens. So, all right. Get this. So, I'm trying to tell my story, right? And um, it's just getting to be just amazing. <laughs> just more and more and more. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, last night, without going through every single detail, I guess I don't want to connect all the dots, but the number 44 is following me right? I found a dime yesterday. That was a 10. And, um, <laughs> I put a bit in for a table. The number was 4410, uh, 44010. And I was second guessing it going, Oh my God. Oh my God. But I'm laying there and I'm thinking, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I look at the number again. I'm like, that's my dime. Why, why a dime? Why? So I, now I have confidence. Right. And then the number 44 and I'm like, no, 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 no. Just sit and wait. Just have patience. Wait, have faith. And so then I waited and, um, sure enough, I got the table <laughs> and then, uh, at the same time I found moving boxes and they were free. And she said, I got a bunch of sturdy moving boxes. We just moved. And I, I messaged, I said, I'll take them all. She was, uh, uh, and then she saw my message, but she didn't answer. And I'm like, well, are they still available? She goes, no, I'm sorry. They're not. And I said, oh, it's all right. No, no problem. <laughs> right now. I just got the message. She goes, they can't get them. Do you want them? <laughs> <laughs> there you go good good on you you know good and i'm you. like yes yes i do and then um yeah and so then last night before all this happened i was you know journaling and documenting all the stuff that happens and i had to finally you know write down all the numbers that are following me the 33 and the 44 and the 55 and the 77 and so then i looked up 44 and it says stability strong foundation and protection now what does that remind you of um me <laughs> <laughs> yes okay and what else <laughs> this is true <laughs> but i mean that's a table yeah it is yeah it right? is yeah right okay it's, it's everybody who's at the table it's stability strong foundation and protection that's it. Holy cow, right? Well, I think, I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always interested in the flow of time. And I think that this thing, which I find interesting cause, from a cosmo, cosmological standpoint, is how the flow of time works on these things that happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's, all, it's, it's always around a conversation that we're having or have had or will have or whatever. Yeah. But it's so accurate. Right. Man. Yeah. It's crazy like somebody is you know the 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 um the favor warehouse is out there you know with mm -hmm. guys listening in mm -hmm. and saying you know okay they're talking about this spin one of those down there boom you know <laughs> i mean seriously <laughs> I, I yesterday's conversation we were talking about my table and how old it is and peter didn't want to get rid of it and what it looks like and how it has got the leaves that come out the sides and i got the same table for 12 I mean, and it's perfect. It's totally my style. Totally. Yeah. I, I, it just couldn't be more perfect. I, I just can't even believe it. And, and I just can't believe it. I'm so excited. I was like jumping up and down. <laughs> so now, when do you actually get the table? I mean, you I'll bought it. it today. You want... Oh, you will? Oh, wow. Yeah. Good on you. Okay. Yeah, I'll get it today and I'll get my boxes too. <laughs> yeah. Well, your afternoon is pretty well 
cut out for you, is it? That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on a mission here, John. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, and two, that number 44, um, you know, we're talking about protection and the, the strong foundation and stuff. I mean, it's totally in alignment with, with what we were talking about last night, you know, mm-hmm. last night. And just the, the idea of what it's like to be a woman in this world. And yeah, it's, um, <laughs> there are days when it's less than wonderful, that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that was to my point about, you know, women don't fear women. You know, women have to protect themselves from men, which is an absolute shame. Because men should make it, you know, make it a point that they're here to protect women. Yeah. Women, women and children. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, was, I don't really know how to advance that conversation because I was, after listening to you speak and then what I bumped into this morning on, on the Facebook, um, I was just stunned. I'm, I spent the night reflection in reflection on what you were saying mm-hmm. about the uh, difficulties that women are having. As a man, I'm kind of immune to that because I'm a man. Therefore, we're kind of, you know, closed to stuff like that. Right. We sort of have this confidence level that we're just fine and women should figure that out. Well, mm-hmm. that's just complete bullshit. Right. Um, we're not fine. Mm-mm. No, not at all. So I was, I'm really happy we had that conversation. I didn't plan on that conversation at all, but I'm glad we did because it helped me considerably. Hmm. And um, yeah, but then, then this morning you posted a thing about um, about um, ego versus you, and yeah. about uh, perception and the right. definition of. And I thought, oh boy, here she comes. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know, people throw those those memes out there, and all it does is open up the door for everybody's opinion about whether it's bullshit or it's true or this or that. And it and it's like the problem is the people, not the meme. The problem is that we cannot unify. So what? So I, I helped give, you know, clarification on the meme. All right. What did you think about it? Oh, I, I was instantly, I, I, it brought me back to West Central Montana instantly. Uh, number three. I mean, was it number three? Or was it number two? Yeah, number three. Six predictability. Yeah, this is six, uh, six predictability versus six. Adventure. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Ego leans on math, science, and facts, and love is comfortable in the unknown. You're right. Well, yeah. Lay it on me, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the story. All right. All right. Um, two young people are driving down the Lolo Highway, and um, I presume, because I wasn't in the car, but I presume that either the man or the woman uh, said to the other, why don't you pull over and give me a hug and kiss me and we can make love or something. I mean, I'm just, I I don't want to wait till we get home. And they do that. They pull over. Okay. 
Now, on the science side of this story, the Weather Bureau has predicted 12 inches of snow and a minus 54 degrees Fahrenheit weather drop. All right? Okay. Uh, I am on my way back to the property in a, in a GMC half-ton truck. Mm-hmm. The sheriff is going to close the road in about 20 minutes. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> so I'm driving. And I drive by this car that looks like it's, you know, like Jack and Rose in the cargo bay of the Titanic. And um, so I slow down, pull over. And I'm thinking, you know, this, this, this doesn't look good. And I, you know, pardon me, folks. Um, uh, you know, I said, I think Cheryl's going to probably shut this down here pretty quick. And uh, you might want to maybe go on. But I said, you know, you're going to have a hard time because the snow is flying pretty good down. You probably got about 25, 30 feet of visibility, best case. So would you like to, uh, I said, you've got a couple of options here. One is I can come back tomorrow morning sometime. We can take you guys out of here like a couple of rose-colored popsicles and take you to the coroner's office. Or you can if you want to follow my headlights, I'll get you into town. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of that. And I was thinking that this, this, you know, love in the unknown, comfortable in the unknown, those two people would have been dead in 12 hours. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't have taken 12 hours to do the thingy. <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 after they got done to the thingy, they probably sat there and relaxed for a while, and they figured out they couldn't start the car, yeah. or the, the whole thing is frozen shut or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, it was cold enough in those days that we could never turn our cars off if we were in the area. You, the cars had to stay running. You couldn't turn off the ignition because you couldn't restart the car. Uh-huh. That's a that's a that's a fact of life in in West Central Montana in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was just, I mean, that just came to my mind, you know, that, um, <laughs> anyway, they're alive. I'm sure they're alive. Or at least yeah. They are. So I don't understand the point. So these people, you saved them. They were amorous. They pulled over and it was not good weather, whatever. So what are you saying? The science, okay to, to check with science in your, and you're going forward in life and check, you know, like something basic, like the weather report. Um, like that. Oh, honey, pull over. I got to have you right now. Wait a minute. Let me check the weather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be, be aware of the weather. Be aware of the weather. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, there's, yeah. I mean, you can't. I, there's I, the euphoria of living in love without looking at anything else. I, I understand love as a concept. But yeah, in but these circumstances, it's just. No, mm. because you're minimizing what love is. See, right there, we minimize love to sex. <laughs> Being in the moment. <laughs> That's not love. That's just impulse. Okay. Yeah, we can't do that. That's, that's not love. Okay, we're talking about love as a state of being. We're not talking well, about having... All right, then. If, if, if love was the guy's state of being, you should have known the weather before he agreed to pull a car over and sit there and run the risk of freezing to death with his girlfriend. Did he... Did, did you catch him before or after? During. Oh, uh, during. I mean, I don't know. I knocked in the window <laughs> and then looked away. I don't want to caught him. I mean, 
too foggy to catch them. But but um, a lot of snow, a lot of wind, a lot of snow wind. It was coming. It was hard. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they were just completely ill-equipped to make the decision they made. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did you save them? Probably. Yeah, probably. I took him into town. I find my car, my, <laughs> I took him in to the cowboy bar and I said that, you know, you can probably carry on in the back booth here if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, see, but that, the whole point is that you were there to save them. That's how love works. It's got your back. I know. I I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get out of that <laughs> thing. You know, because I knew you'd you would defer. I mean, you are you are misplausible denial in everything <laughs> I say. <laughs> well, you know, well, it's true though. <laughs> they were they were making love. They were you know they were in the vortex, and so they were saved. Yeah, and so Angel John comes along That's and says, right. "Pardon me, but yeah, <laughs> we gotta get moving here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Okay, so what else you got? What else did I write? Well, I mean, it's it's. Are these all your words? Did you did you write this stuff? Really, really. Well, I mean, it's from the game. No, I wrote every yeah. word of it. Why do people question me? When did you write this? Did you write this? Well, because I, I have you signed it anywhere? I mean, I didn't look for it. Why do I have? I guess to it's sign down below. It. It's my post. If it's, I've told, I've posted this before. It's like people, if if you see it on my post, I wrote it. I shouldn't have to put Marilee of Solana, you know, or you know, I shouldn't have to cite myself or quote. It's oh, you my, don't have to. You know what I mean? It's my page. And I told them, if it's somebody else, I will make sure to cite them wherever I got it. If it's not my own. And I do. All right. Calm down. It'll be okay. I just, you know, Facebook is a cesspool of everybody else's material and nobody cites anything. So you can, you're the exception. I've heard you say this before. So I yeah. shouldn't have challenged you. But I did. That's not a challenge. I'm just curious. Right. You know, right. Because, because well, I, it's, you know. I get the question a lot. And and I would think that after, you know, 12 years of Facebook or something, people would understand that it's mine. That I really can't write that kind of stuff. <laughs> I will, I'll covet your every word, but, but it's fine. I mean, it looks good. You know, I'm terrific stuff. I know that, but I've read your book. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're a good writer. I get it. I get it. No. But that was just a passing question. You know, did you write this or did you lift it off somebody? Because, I mean, people are lifting stuff all the time. And I know you don't do that. I know you get mad about it. You just did. But um, I. Um, but that's, you know, that's. It's okay. I mean, I just quoted, I just quoted Mark Twain this morning. Yeah, you but know, you said it was. Him. Yeah, exactly. You know, you and know. that's the thing. It's It's like you have to give credit where credit's due. And you're right. People pick things off and then they just post it and they don't, they don't, uh, you know, know or cite it. Where, where did you get that? Where are you going to give credit to? And I've seen it many, I've even seen my post shared and been put anonymous at the bottom. And I, I called them out. I said, what do you mean anonymous? That's my post. 
And they know it's my post. That's where they took it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just wicked. And people don't understand. It's like you look better and honorable when you don't have a problem giving credit where credit is due. It doesn't take anything away from you. It gives you credit. Well, if you don't do it, you'll get thrown out of school. I mean, you cannot not credit people if you're going to go for any kind of uh, terminal degree they'll bounce your ass out of school in a minute right well yeah but even even on facebook where that doesn't happen not honorable you know what i mean that kind of behavior in the universe in the grand scheme of things you're always being watched so if you're going to steal it from somebody else you're going to be found out and if you're not called out it doesn't matter the consequence is already written there's nobody there to support you other than the federal government yeah. I mean, on Facebook, who's there to tell you that you should handle it that way? It's the cesspool of it is people. It really is. And that's why I was telling you that um, that's why I don't write like my stories and stuff on there anymore. That's why. And it's unfortunate yeah. that I have to actually do that. And speaking of which, you know, in my attempt to come off of Facebook and still give to my audience and write those stories and stuff. I went to the castle and I created the castle community. Well, in doing that, there's still, there's glitches with the platform that I'm like, this is not operating the way I had hoped that it would. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to end up having to cancel that as well. People are like going, what the hell, Merle? <laughs> but it is what it is. Well, I'm keeping mine kind of simple. I mean, I'm, I'm using GoDaddy. And um, for this, for the podcast, actually, and for um, my own website, right. and for ours uh, that we do together, and it's working just fine. I mean, generally. <clears throat> right. Fine. And obviously, I mean, I was sending out, I do my blog, or I'll do my um, my newsletter. But in any case, you know, it doesn't have the synergy to me. If people enjoy the newsletter, that's fine. But I, I enjoy the interaction. You know, give me the opportunity to offer further clarity rather than you relying on your own interpretation, which is typically of this 3D existence. It's old, it's old paradigms. You know, it's like that's that's not truth. So give me the opportunity to clarify for you. And that's what I did on this post. Because it was ambiguous. You just look at it and it's like everybody can interpret it however they want. So let's give some clarity here. So if the ego makes you go higher or gives you a lot, if the ego, no, it's not. You, don't, you don't believe in making allowances. I mean, you're nope. straight over tackle. That's this right. Is it. You're up or down. That's right. Yeah, up or down. Or in, in this case, your answer is, is that you go higher. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, so you just you rise above it. Yeah, we need context to to really understand, you know, me being so hard like that. <clears throat> no allowances for what is the question, and no allowances for all the rules. You know, you see these rules being rolled out, and it's like you know you're headed for pain. You're headed for pain. These people are going to hurt you, and so you know if you can watch. You could be amongst, let's say this person, you know, you're professional or maybe it's a distant family, whatever it is, and you're seeing this behavior, you have to know that they are not trustworthy. They're going to hurt you. 
So, no, I don't make allowances, meaning that I don't give my treasure over to them and trust them with it. I don't make allowances. It's very... That's a form of self-preservation, it seems. It's black or white. Mm -hmm. And but, you're preserving your your context. I mean, you're not you're not letting people chip it off. Nope. You're keeping it for yourself. No, I have to maintain honor, you know, self-respect. Mm -hmm. You don't just willy-nilly give it to everybody and then just keep getting chipped, you know, hit by everyone. And you're... But, hmm. but as the environment changes, don't you make allowances for the environment as you're going forward? The, the, what environment? Well, I don't just your environment, wherever you are. If you're let's just say you're walking, you're walking through a someplace. You're you're someplace, okay. and um, uh, you're walking into the unknown. Okay. Okay, and you're um, and you're you encounter people that are either scary or, or whatever. Um, I I don't I, I don't you live in the I mean you live in the moment obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really do live in the moment. Mm. I mean, it's like you live in the present. There's no, there's no past and there's no future. Nope, there's you are in the moment all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's really kind of what's hard to understand mm. is that you that you keep going forward while you're living in the moment, mm -hmm. and you trust that the that the future is going to be okay for you. It's promised. I I find that. Scary, <laughs> of course, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, well, everybody would. It's normal to find that scary because we're trying to, you know, it's it's a big bad world out there, and we're trying to protect ourselves from pain of all sorts. You know, so you go out there and you put your armor of God on, and then you go out there and you meet the day, and you're trying to, you know decipher and manipulate and you know strategize and it's like there's no reason to do any of that is is ego in your context just completely bad i mean it can't be bad it's how you protect yourself in some ways isn't it ego isn't totally bad just as a matter of policy um the ego now we're going to get back to free will the ego is the operation in this world. So all right. That's so you're so you're yeah. So you've the ego then is you're making that part of the of the uh, of the three D world. Right. Is is that's where ego lives? Right. Is in is in is in a simple three dimension. Right. It does not move into the fourth or fifth dimension. Right. And which and there are many more than that, of course. But we keep to operate in those next two. Um. Right. Which really is a geometry problem, but that's we can cover that another day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so before you arrive here, you're the essence of love, pure love. There is no ego. It's pure love. The moment you arrive, you're divided because you've been given free will. And the people who are in your, you know, are in charge of you, you are subject to all of their fears all of their manipulation, all their strategizing, all of their perception of what love is, and you're taking that in, and it's you now affecting all of your cells. Instead of saying free will, why don't we say binary decision-making skills or something? Why, why the so problem that, with free will? 
<laughs> it, that's literally what it is. <laughs> you want to extrapolate to a longer explanation of one word. <laughs> All right. Well, it's you know I I'm a research scientist. Yeah. I the problem I'm having, of course, is that is is the perception of free will, which which is um, different than your perception of free will. I get what it means. I understand what it means, the decision-making process. I get that. But what I'm trying to trying to get through here is the timing of how the decision is made. And so I think that what you have is you have a skill set to make decisions, but it's not necessarily free will. It's a skill set that becomes a decision, a binary decision. Any decision... Any decision, though, is a choice between options, yeah? It depends on how much outside influence you've got. It may not be your choice at all. You may be making a decision based on pressure of some kind. If I have a cup of vanilla on my left and a cup of vanilla on my right, is that a choice? It depends on whether your arm is sore from no, something. No, no, it doesn't depend on anything. I still have a choice <laughs> <laughs> to pick the left or the right. I have a choice. That's my free will to go left or right. In no, it's situation. your decision-making process to decide to go left or right. It's not your free will. God gave us that. God gave us the, the decision process. You decide which Where? way you're going to go. How does it, where does that write, where is that anywhere? I mean, can you find that someplace in any book, any codices yes. in the first yes. century where God gave you free will? Yes, I can. Was the guy sober when he wrote it? Oh my God. Come on. I don't understand why, why it's so important to have science be right. Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so if you're right and there's no free will, then why is it that, you know, I live in the present and you see me moving forward, but you strategize and everything and there's still fear and there's manipulation because you're afraid of what's ahead? That has nothing to do with free will. Sure that has to, free will in this case is, is a 20 millisecond problem. That's all it is. It's a 20 millisecond problem that you're denying and I'm saying you can't, you can't possibly deny it because it exists. In the science. In the science. And science can't prove God. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Yeah, right. I know. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yes, John. I mean, I get you know, you know who's on your side is Roger Penrose, who got the Nobel Prize in Physics. Yeah. Um, yeah, he starts he's starting to think like you are too. I think that's very interesting. Mm. Um, that he's you know, and well, it happened to Einstein. It's happened to all the great thinkers. They become you one way or another. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, you know, the thing with that is that love has been so watered down. Literally to the sex, you know, and the, the service and whatever else, you know, the roses that we think it is. That when I come in and I'm an advocate for love, the perception, just like my post, is already skewed. 
So it's like it immediately diminishes my value, what I can contribute, my truth, my, you know, my results, all of it goes down the toilet because the perception of the onlooker already thinks that love is a big deal. Been there, done that. It hurts. I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. I think that there's, I think that's valid in certain ways, but I, but I, I think you're superimposing your truth over everything else is absolute. I don't think you, I don't think you do that. My truth of what? Be, About what? Well, truth. I mean, just your, your, your perception, your perception of the circumstance of the context is not necessarily everyone else's. Right. And, and, but that doesn't make Clearly. them wrong. That doesn't make them wrong. No. Okay. It doesn't make them wrong, but the, here's the clear difference. I'm not in pain. Well, okay. Um, but that's an isolated case. What do you mean? Well, I think, I mean, you're an isolated case. I mean, you are, uh, if you're, if you're more perfect than the average bloke, more elevated, more of whatever it is, um, I still believe that in their process of making decisions, they're just stuck with their environment. That causes and, pain. Well, self-fulfilling. But, but pain is part of a lot, and pain is part of existence. No, it. That is a limited belief. Describe pain in this context of this conversation. Describe pain. What is pain? Disappointment. Disappointment. Okay. The expectations of life, circumstance, partner, yourself, whatever. Anything, anything. All right, so that so it's emotional pain. It's not physical pain. It's emotional pain. Yeah, I mean, it could it it'll reduce down. It, eventually, it will get to physical. If there's enough emotional pain, it will turn physical. Yes, well, I've read that. Yeah. Um. So yes. Yeah. I I don't know. I I'm I kind of, I'm kind of lost in what I'm trying to tell you because you you are. You're throwing, you keep throwing it down. You know, I mean, you're putting the gauntlet down every time uh, against my interpretation of free will. And I, I can't get through that with you. <laughs> Can I? You can't get through what? Well, <laughs> listen, the last time we talked about free, free will, all right, and I was, you know, I led with the, with the Sam Harris timing thing i ended up having you read my own material back to me <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and you saw so you did a lively job of making a fool out of me right in public i thought it was wonderful <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh you walked me there <laughs> <laughs> oh god but that doesn't change the sam harris situation i mean you know, or Sabin Hoffenfelder or anybody else. They mean? know what they just know that when material comes into your brain and this, this is a process of time, it's a 20 millisecond time frame where a decision is made for you before you are aware of the fact that you're going to make the decision at all. 
Now, 20 milliseconds is not very long. No. How did they come upon that? They did it, I'm sure. I'm, I didn't see the experiment, but I, but I would imagine they did it based on uh, a whole bunch of, of electrodes stuck in the brain, deciding how they, how they fired, how they, how, they met, how they reacted to the firing as stimulus came in. Uh-huh. There was binary, binary circumstantial stimulus. They have uh-huh. tests for that. I mean, I've taken those up-down tests, and there's, there's thousands of them. But it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's not a hard problem to figure out. It's not, it's not even a hard experiment. It's just that you have to have good equipment to measure what's going on. It's, so Do you think I, there's a possibility they could be wrong? No, I don't think so. No, mm-mm. no man, it is science. Will forever be right. Well, it's, <laughs> but it's not a threat. This is not, I mean, you're treating it like it's a threat. It's not a threat. It's just simply a fact. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not um, threatening you. I'm just saying that when we can rely on scientists, but until we put it to the test ourselves and see our own results, we have to see our own results. And then it's like, holy shit, this is what's right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's the proof in the pudding. We don't care what they said. If I have the free will to choose love, every decision I make, whatever it is, whatever dilemma, challenge, whatever, then, and my results are amazing. It works. Well, okay. So, but you see, you're saying that love in your context, you know, sort of revels in the unknown. You're always seeking new material. It's always you're sort of out, out there reaching for something new, I presume, as because you live in this, this fearless state of love. Yeah? Yeah, faith. Faith. And then we bring it back to science. It's quantum mechanics. We have to know that it is what observe. Why would I observe anything negative? Why would I observe anything contrary to what I want? Why would I observe anything that, you know, my fears? Why would I do that to myself? Well, I, I'm looking for an awareness. I mean, I, I can understand why you would feed yourself only positive stuff but what about the awareness of the problem you know what what if you're see see what i what what i'm getting from you is that is that you're so acute to the situation that if something's coming at you that is that is not positive you you pivot immediately yeah and it just passes you by you don't even notice it yes just gets right by you that's right that takes a lot of practice i can pivot on a dime or less than that. I don't think it's a dime. I mean, dime sounds pretty big to me. You can probably pivot on a pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> I told that to my son the other day. I said, baby, don't be afraid to pivot. Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and um, people get caught up in that 
the indecision, the torn between these two things and I don't know the right way to go and this and that. It's fear. Fear. I get okay, it's fear. I understand that. It's fear because you don't want to make the bad you don't want to make a bad decision. Or you don't want to uh, disappoint people. That too, that too. Don't you have any fear of that? No. Don't you worry about disappointing no. people? Mm-mm. Not at all. No. That's why I mean I'm I'm free to like, you know, just drop all these platforms. I'm I don't care. Well, but they don't care either. Um what yeah but the platform doesn't how about, care the platform itself like facebook doesn't care if they lose me they don't care no i know but but I those know. who follow me might and you don't care about them well that's what I'm, no when i'm um hey if they really love me or want to follow they'll follow me wherever i go if they're true i think i think that's true enough no matter who you are but but um right uh how about in another kind? I mean, how about just emotional disappointment? How about in a how about in a circumstance? How about in the grocery store? How about that? Um, <laughs> it sounds to me like you let people just sort of just sort of dig, dig their own hole all the time. Well, um, I don't let them. They don't, just do it. And what do you mean the grocery store? What are you talking about? Well, I'm just talking about day to day life. Yeah. You know, I mean, this and stuff that the game really applies to is day to day life. Absolutely, moment to moment. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I mean, you're in a car jam or you're, you know, you're, you're in the line too long at the driver's license bureau or, or the, the butcher cut your meat wrong at the grocery store or whatever. I mean, all those things come into play that you're saying about decisions, how to make a decision, how not to, uh, you know, offend somebody or how to worry or maybe you're going to be late for dinner or whatever. I mean, it just builds up and up and up. And I think you can overthink that stuff and drive yourself crazy, but you seem to be on the other side of the equation where you are totally bulletproof when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And that's, but I think that's practiced. Um, you are practiced. I mean, you did write the book after all. Right. But, and you, and you are, and I listen to you talk, and of course, I, I'm not practiced. I am on the math, science, critical side so i can't possibly win with you because you pivot well yeah it, it's um it's not a matter of winning no 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 Point no on. no but, i mean but you gave me a lot right there a lot to respond to you know, like, for example, if you're going to be late for dinner or, if, you know, the butcher cuts your meat wrong or whatever, it's just not that big of a deal. And I mean, it's, it's like you got to care, but not that much. You got to put it in perspective. Nothing, no circumstance, I don't care what it is, is that big of a deal. What matters is how I treat the butcher in that moment. What matters is when I come home and I unwrap it and I look at it, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's the wrong cut. What do I do? That's the pivot right there. What do I do? How do I make this right? You know, if um, if I brought it home for somebody else to make and they got all mad that it got was wrong and now they're beating me up for it. I didn't cut the damn meat. I'm just the messenger. So that's the problem. Why are you attacking me? I didn't cut it or wrap it. I just told him what I wanted. 
You know what I mean? Is that what you say? Is that what you say? Is that, do, you, do you call for the question? Why are you attacking me? Is that what you say to the person? I sure don't. I didn't cut the damn meat. I sure don't. So what do you say? So what do you say? What are we going to do about this? What are we gonna do? All right. Do you want me to throw it away? The, do you want me to go back and get another one? What can I? How can I help the situation? And if the person says go back and get another one, you're stupid. What do you do? You're stupid. Oh, stupid! If he calls me stupid. Yeah. No way to do. Uh, I don't. I've never had that situation. People don't call me stupid. I mean, because I mean, what we're talking about here is family. You know what I mean? People, okay. people don't do that, and my my children certainly don't do that. You know, my children pivot too. My children. What is what it is. We'll make something lovely out of it. They don't care. Oh, then you don't have as much experience as I thought. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Well, you're not really ready for a total takedown. You're just ready for some nice conversation. What yeah. do you mean? Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I just, I, I, you're not, you see the pivot ahead of a frontal attack to where really a, a vicious attack doesn't even get near you. Right. You're, you're you're like you're like the Iron Dome over over a, you know, a yeah, Israel or something. Right. It doesn't get near me. So I mean, I'm sure that everybody, everyone who could ever encounter this conversation would want to know how to be you instantly. How could you know? I want to be like her. Yes. I want to be like her. Yes, I. You you must you. You must bump into that all the time. I do. Yeah, I, I have heard that. But you know what? <laughs> There's no commitment. I've heard that. It's like, I want to be where you're at, Marilyn. I really want to be there. And I said, good. But they don't commit. Yeah. You know, it's like. Kind of like going to a seminar. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, have you bought the book? No, no, I'm meaning to. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I put the formula. The secret is there. You don't have to figure me out. The secret is there for you. I gave it all to you. I don't have to give you, you know, I mean, yeah, sure I could co mm -hmm. yeah, I could coach or consult or something to help, you know, shorten the learning curve, mm -hmm. of course, because people don't see it, but um it's there if you study it. It becomes more and more clear. Like, wow, this is how we've been behaving. And that's what was, you know, what was said in one of the reviews, how you ask yourself, why was I ever like that? This tea that you sent me, um, did you test the tea before you sent it to me? Or just no, it was, hope for the best. It was brand new. No, uh-oh. Just, just send me the tea. Yeah. <clears throat> it's gross. So if it made my lips swell up or my throat choke or whatever it had been. I guess that was the wrong thing to do. John wasn't good for that tea. No, it's tea. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, even if I did try it first, it doesn't mean that we would have the same reaction. Right? Well, I, I yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, so you, it's, uh, it, it is, it's okay. I mean, I'm still drinking it. I'm drinking it right now. In fact. Good. It's so good for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good for you. And you should be getting, you know, your seeds today, probably, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm getting whatever I'm getting, but the tea turned out to be, it was kind of fun. Yeah? To make the tea. Yeah, because it's big, big leaves, you know, they're pretty big, mm -hmm. they're like small banana size. Mm -hmm. And um, you throw um, you throw three of those in uh, three cups of water, uh, boiling it boils. You boil the water, throw the thing, and then you reduce the heat, and it steeps for 
as long as you want to get rid of the half of the water and boom, there's your tea. You can, you know, there's all sorts of other triggers, the color and everything else, but it's all right. It's okay. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it. Good. I, mean, I am. Good. Yeah. Sour I'm going to keep doing tea. it. Mm-hmm. Sour but, uh, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, mm. well, comfort versus growth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things here, uh, What do you mean by not necessarily bad versus not necessarily good? I don't, I don't quite understand that. That was the uh, that was on the the picture. I didn't create the picture. Somebody else created the meme, and I shared it to give clarity. Because what I saw in the original post was everybody squabbling back and forth whether it was true or not true, or this and that, and it's all the framing. So in my writing, I said, um, uh, "What what is it? What is say it again?" Well, it's number eight, not necessarily bad versus not necessarily good. The ego makes okay. allowances. Right. Love seeks to go higher. Correct. That's exactly right. right. So the ego says, you know, fudge it a little. It's not that bad. Right? My behavior is okay. Yeah. Nobody's going to know. It's, I'll get away with it. Where love says, no, I'm seeking the pureness of love. I want that light. I want the gift. So see, when... Love understands that that gift is going to come like the dime, like the 44, like the table, like the, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And, and you want those gifts. And so love says, no, I am going to be honorable here. I'm going to go higher. Even though my ego is tempting me and telling me that nobody would know any different and nobody would even care because it's not that big of a deal, whatever. It, the ego is the devil on your shoulder saying, oh, come on. Yeah, make. But see, based on my history, when you say forty-four, that's a pistol caliber. Yeah. You know. Okay. And so it, I, I'm not a numerologist, although I, I do. I'm, I'm becoming. I'm, I'm looking it up every time you and I talk. I scurry back into the woods to try to find something I can read <laughs> so I can figure. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> you know, well, okay, so to rewind the tape a little bit, you know how we were talking about free will and where it is in the Bible, right? Well, one of the things yeah. I post a lot, and I think you know, people who are following will understand that I always put love or money. You can't honor both. It's love or money. And people go, no, you can have money and still be in love. You can have it all. And you can, it's like, uh, clearly you have no understanding what this means. You can't honor. The word is honor. It's not have. It's honor. It's how are you going to get the things that you want? Is it going to be in an honorable way? Or are you going to make allowances for yourself and, and be consumed by the world of money, material things? You know, you're going to be cutthroat. You're not going to care how you treat people along the way. You're just, you're just going to, you know, you're aiming for your target and get out of my way. That is. But all, all that stuff crashes down. I mean, you're watching, we're watching it right now. I know. That's right. The, uh, all the honor, all the, all the, the honor money stuff. That's right. Is collapsing. That's right. And it, and it, it was. By the numbers. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
That is right. I mean, that's just basic. That's just the basic news cycle, which I think is scaring people mm-hmm. because that's kind of like, you know, wait a minute. You know, is the is the great society working? Is the great republic working? Is this, you know, is the world working? Is is the whole political system working? Is geopolitical systems working? Is is is? And the answers are no, no, no. None of this is working. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And no matter how much rhetoric we get out of these so-called experts, none of them have got the answer. We haven't had a worse Congress since before the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. And we are an evolved society. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. It's it's crashing down because <laughs> love is taking over. It's the change of the guard. And those who don't get it, who think that they're okay with love, they already know what love is. They're going to go down with this system. They're going to be hit hard. Yeah, well, they're already getting hit hard. I mean, there's a lot of angst out there, that's for sure. Right. Well, I haven't seen people jumping out of buildings yet, but that's probably next. Yeah, well, that's that happened. Crazy. But, um, oh. you know, when I was saying you know, the light, right, the light exposes the darkness. And what we're doing is we're projecting, we're looking at the light exposed, all of these politicians and corporations and blah, blah, blah. And we're looking at them, 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 them. It's like, no, the light shines on all of us. The media might be telling us to look at them, but you have to understand that it's going to shine on all of us. What are our works? What do we honor? This is where the divide comes in, you know, and, and this goes. But is that necessary? I mean, do we, is it, yeah, getting back to binary decisions, yeah, but I mean, it's like that goes back to the craftiness of good and evil, yeah. Um, and is it really that simple, do you think? Yeah. Well, of course, you'd say yes. I mean, um, it's, it, it's, I, mean I don't but, know if it's simple, it's clear, it's really clear, it's black and white. And so that's why, you know, in the book, I'm giving you a black and white clarity, how to save yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you're, you're this is the ultimate kitchen pass, your book. <laughs> <laughs> you've, ever, you've ever been an army base or air force base, she's going to give you a kitchen pass if you buy the book, I guarantee it. <laughs> well... You know, and that's, that's the thing, you know, and the ego here. And this whole idea of spirituality, spirituality has blown up. Everyone's spiritual. We're finding our way and our path and we're all love and light and we're all, sh- it's just, it's, it's been taken over. It's totally been usurped by the devil. So it's, so that really doesn't have any value anymore, truly. I mean, because nope. it's. I noticed. Did you see what John Paul, the Pope said today about oh, about uh, that the American Catholic Church is run on money? It's focused on money. Yeah. He really, he really jammed him. Did a big jam. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If, yeah. It's gonna. I was surprised. So much is gonna become so clear. It's gonna hit us like a bomb. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching. I mean, I'm watching right now. I'm watching traditional super, you know, well-intended, good, whatever they are, what, just guys that make good business decisions, have historically made good business decisions, are having their investments turn to feet of clay. They're going down. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates just lost a hell of a bunch in a in a uh, uh, trucking company. Yeah. It should have been uh, should have been a lay down easy deal. I guess I shouldn't say that, but I mean, it was just crazy. You it's know? because it's a story. It's not even real. That's why these people aren't even here. It's a story. And, and it's like, it's literally the buildup. I don't know if you remember me talking about Tony Robbins and, and walking, um, you know, the firewalk, the firewalk, you know, they take you to this, they take you down, down, down. They scare you and scare you. It's so hot and what happened. And you're like, Oh my God, you know, for a long time. And then all of a sudden they build you up and build you up and you are powerful and you can do this. And the, you know, the pendulum swings the other way so that you could become a firewalker. That's exactly what we're seeing right now. They took us to the depths of hell to show everybody what the hell is going on in this world. And now the pendulum is swinging and they're, they're making their momentum up the other way. And we win. I mean, God wins. But all of their players, they're not real. <laughs> you know, and it's like people stop getting caught up in the story. These are players. You know, and, and here's the thing. We're so caught up in the damn story, you know, that's, that's playing in front of us that we're not being accountable to save ourselves with love. Get your shit together. Stop looking at all that other stuff. What are you doing? Look in the mirror. And this is where it's like, well, Marilee, you know, maybe I'll read your book, you know, I'll get to it, but I got to look at, you know, see what, what all these people are doing right now. Who cares? Who, how does that affect you right now today with the butcher who cut your meat wrong? How are you going to act? That's what matters. You know, when you come home and somebody's pissed off and they're, you know, unloading on you, how are you going to act in that moment? That's what matters. You know, and, and we, we just don't have our priorities straight. And, you know, it's kind of a grand movie because too many people are looking at that. Not everybody. You know. Well, again, it's a, you know, your, your story is pure. And it's easy to understand conceptually um, because it's so perfectly pure. But I, you know, but always, but I should just add my vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't, I, I mean, to, to follow your story, we have to be really and truly operating outside of the dimension that we're in because there's, because the things you're describing are, are there, I mean, they're, do they even, I mean, like you're talking about an existence. that's not an existence. Sure. Is. It's like an enigma. I know. You're saying, I mean, <laughs> you're describing us as an enigma. Like we're not even here. Like this is all fantasy that's right. or something. We don't have to be, that's not our world. You create your own world. And, you know, and that's why it's like, what world are you living in? Merrily? You know, you and your Lala, you got to put your feet on the ground and get real. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. who's the one that's happy? Who's the one living in fear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. 
Of course, I get it. Right. Good job, Mary. <laughs> you know, I don't know, kid. I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a tough one to buy. I mean, it's this this happiness is a tough one to buy. Well, um, you know what? Okay, so if it's a tough one to buy, right? But yet, people claim that they're living in the fifth dimension. You know, they want to they want to astral plane. They want to levitate. They want to read people's minds. You know, they want to do, um, what do you call it? Uh, just, just all kinds of stuff that isn't love. It, it just, yeah, none of that's love. It's not, you're right. That's right. It's all hocus pocus stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like, really, hocus pocus. really, I mean, I don't care what you see in the cards. I don't care what you see in the cards. I want to see how you act towards your family when you're not reading cards. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's just basic good. I mean, that's just pretty basic stuff. I don't think that's particularly remarkable. I mean, that's just human basic stuff. Right. To be to be nice, right. you know, to be to be good to yourself, to your people, your whatever. To be accountable, to stop putting the yeah, mask but I, on. But I, that, but, yeah, that you are enlightened. But what's happening is that you are expanding that in order of magnitude to their universe, practically, you know. And yeah. that's a big bite. That's a big bite. Well, you know, I mean, that... we're at war. I mean, we have proxy wars going on every 500 miles, it seems like, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And you're saying that that's because we're going down, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, so, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, what are the, are the flying saucers going to take over? What the hell? What am uh, I supposed to focus on? How do I... You, you know, the, mirror, I... the mirror, the <laughs> mirror. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's about me after all, yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this flying saucers and the wars and the poison and the food and blah, 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 all that. Look in the mirror. That's how you elevate. You know, okay. and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I have all this power. I didn't know I had. Uh, I think next time we talk, we're going to talk about car mechanics or something. We may talk about <laughs> rebuilding a tractor. <laughs> you know what? Earlier when you were telling me the, the story about the couple, I, I, yeah. I was trying to figure out, immediately it reminded me of a joke. And I was, while you were telling that story, I'm thinking to myself, now, did he lead in and it and I I was trying to find out the timing of it. Like, how did I know that you were going there? How did I know that? It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a topic for a whole other conversation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> to sum it up, the joke is that the couple, same thing. They're in the car and they're getting amorous. They're throwing, you know, their clothes out the window and everything. And all of a sudden they hit a bump and the car stalls out and they're stuck. And they're both naked. They've got nothing. And, and he's like, you got to go up the road to, you know, ask the farmer for help. She goes, oh, my clothes are gone. And so he digs around. He finds a shoe. He goes, here, put this between your legs and go ask. So, <laughs> so she does that she puts two between her legs and she goes up to the farmer knocks on the door and says you know help me help me and he opens the door and he goes what's the problem he goes my my husband is stuck and i can't get him out <laughs> and, the and the farmer looks, says yeah the farmer looks she goes well if he's in that far you might as well leave him <laughs> 
Oh my god. Right. Dude. So I've got this Welcome. joke on my mind while you're telling this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And that's how we operate. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, it's really funny about that because it reminded me of a story. I'll, I'll have a quick one for you before what? we go. But in 1959, I was in Yellowstone Park when the earthquake happened. And um, that was a very devastating earthquake and killed a lot of people. But I was right in the middle of the park when that happened. And um, so a guy named Sid Schrager and a bunch of us guys from the University of Montana at the time decided to go to Jackson Hole to the Cowboy Bar. And um, we're you know, dandy college guys. And and we go to the bar and we get in a pissing mess with a bunch of local cowboys and they decide they're going to come for us. And we um, jump back in his Ford. It was a 1949 Ford, I think, all of us, like six of us. And we we beat feet out of town. We start to run and we we leave because we're afraid of them Mm -hmm. because they're going to kill us. Mm -hmm. I mean, not literally, but probably. Mm -hmm. And so... Anyway, they start chasing us. So they get in their trucks, they start chasing us. They're, and we're heading back for the, for the park mm-hmm. from Canyon Village. And they catch us. And they run us off the road. Mm-hmm. And they push us up on our side. Oh, my gosh. And now, they're sta- and now we're surrounded by these drunken cowboys, which are you know, ordinary guys, but they are. And we are a bunch of college boys from the SEE house, whatever house we're in, with all of our college duds and our, you know, whatever. Oh, my gosh. So they say to us, take your clothes off, boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> or we're going to roll your car over. And they start to roll over the car. Uh-huh. So we immediately get undressed. <laughs> and, we pass, and we pass all of our clothes out the window yeah. to these cowboys. So now we're all naked in the car. <laughs> and they're laughing like hell. And then they let us go. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> we end up going back to the camp. Oh my god! Yeah, naked. <laughs> yeah, totally naked. Yeah, totally naked. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh god! Life is yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll see you again. Okay. Huh? I love you. Yeah. I'll see you. I love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>